Oh, thank you so much. That's so, uh, that's so cool to hear. Has she ever been clean before? Oh, she has six years, right? Oh, she said six years. I thought she said three months. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, cool. So yeah, we just went live on the podcast. So just to catch you guys up, we're, we're speaking to, um, Ashley, Ashley, who's in Georgia and has six years sober. And um, I'm holding the phone up because we don't have a tripod for it. And um, I don't know how we're recording her audio. This was sort of just like a first call. We're kind of figuring it out. It's experimental, man. Yeah, so bear with us. Hold on one second. I'm going to plug you in. No, so wait. Oh, okay. Um, so what's up? Do you have any questions or anything you want to talk about? Or well, I just think that um, the recovery movement has gotten a lot of traction here in the last few years. I think what you're doing is great. Um, I know that here in Atlanta, we're moving towards um, getting it more inclusive, and we just got we're getting six hundred and thirty-one million dollars to siphon down into the recovery organizations and mental health organizations from the um, prescription opioid lawsuit. So we're definitely moving forward in that um, next step of getting help to those who need it. Mm. Wait, they won a lawsuit? Um, I don't know. So wait, you guys won a lawsuit? What happened? Well, they, um, it's a, the United States uh, is suing the um, opioid manufacturers for the opioid crisis, mm. and Georgia was awarded $631 million. Wow. wow. That's incredible. You mean like the pharmaceuticals uh, pushing, um, what, narco and all the other, all those, op- what else, Oxycontin and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, and Oxycodone, yeah, where the pharmaceutical companies stated to the doctors that it was not um, addictive at all, which they falsified their reports in order for the doctors to push it to their patients, thinking it was a safe pain medication. And that's where my heroin addiction started, was with a prescription of oxycodone, and then I went to the streets to buy it, and then I went to heroin because it was cheaper and it lasted longer. And then I got arrested with my second felony. And then I went into what we call a drug court program. It's an accountability courts program here in Georgia, where it was a two-year-long program that um, was accountability courts, one-on-one counseling, intensive outpatient program mixed with 12-step meetings were required. And that's how my recovery journey started. So you were were introduced to AA that way. Um, So, yeah, have you seen Dope Sick? Yeah, I just started watching it. Oh, man. It was so good. I haven't seen it yet. Me neither. Uh, yeah. It definitely hit home for me. Yeah, me too. Oxy was my, my thing too. Um, we had a, another caller. Um, I don't know who just tried to call, but... Um, Caleb, c- can we get this set up so I don't have to hold it like this the whole time? Okay, so hey, it was so good talking to you. Um, Ashley, we're going to take another call. Thank you so. Thank you. Call from. To accept, press one. 
Also, like, it, it, there's, like, static in the air. Yeah, I hear that. It sounds like a refrigerator. Yeah. Well, well, that's the refrigerator. Oh. Um, <laughs> hello? Hi, Patrick. Hey, this is Patrick. What, what's your name? My name's Simon. Hey, Simon. What's going on? What's up, Simon? Not much, dude. I just want to say I love your videos. They really have inspired me. I've been, this month, on the 28th, I'll have one year sober, and... Since my since I got sober, my life has just changed drastically. I'm working a full time job, maintaining my sobriety, going to meetings, and uh, helping out my family. I do. I'm tw- I'm 21. I started doing drugs when I was like 13. Got really bad into it, and then I went. I got my first prison at 18, and my life was spiraled downhill. And then less than a year ago, I decided to make a little bit of a difference mm. um that's amazing dude good for you um is there any way that like he can hear us he can you're on speakerphone i know but like um it's not gonna make any difference can you hear me over here simon yeah i can hear you okay cool man congratulations so what what two a couple more weeks and you'll have one year yeah, I'm, and my family is super stoked, but I feel I feel the most proud of myself when I hit that six-month mark, and it was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm really doing it. The temptation, it's always in the back of my mind, but it's not as upfront when I keep my mind and myself busy doing productive things, because I'm accomplishing goals in my life, and I don't want to fall back and ruin what I'm doing. Right on. So what were you doing? Uh, I was addicted to opiates and amphetamines. Uh, where are you? I'm located in California, oh. in uh, San Luis Obispo County. Oh, San, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful up there. Central Coast. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you said you have, uh, what did you say? You said you had six months? No, I got one year. Oh, what? I hit my six-month mark. Is when I was like, I'm really doing this. Like, I, I've gotten really far. Yeah, that's really cool. So, how, how did you do it? Um, I really just woke up one day and I was over being dope sick, honestly. It's what it came down to chasing a sack and getting into jail back and forth. I was over it, especially being so young. I just, I wanted better for my life. And the only way that I knew to do that was to get clean. Mm. Yeah. Do you have a sponsor? You hit a bottom. Yeah, I, I do have a sponsor. And when I, yeah, exactly. When I hit my bottom is when I was like, dude, what am I doing right now? I'm t- I was 20 years old and I was like, I got this. I don't I don't need to spend a whole life incarcerated. How does the live stream sound? That's amazing, 21. Sure? I, ho- I hope you stick with it because you got your whole life ahead of you. It, that's, my, that's my goal. It's, it's to maintain my sobriety and hopefully hit that 20 year mark the 30 year mark like my sponsors he's got 25 years and i just want to have like a foundation a financial be financially stable and one day be able to own a business or do something and not have to like oh man i'm going back in the streets and doing this and that uh-huh. right on man it's good to hear Bro, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate uh, you supporting us and following me and 
congratulations on a year, bro. And um, good luck, bro. I'm, we're going to take another call. Hey, call us back when you have a All year. Right, bro. Okay. Keep up the great videos. You guys are freaking amazing. You're, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. Thank you Especially so me. Thank you so much, brother. Later. Alrighty. Later, guys. Have a good Bye. Later. Uh, so, Caleb, the only issue is um, the 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 buzzing, the static. Are we? Is it through? Are we getting calls through Wi-Fi? Like I was asking. Remember earlier, I was saying like we kind of need you to be like attentive for the first are couple you calls. About through the phone. Yeah. I mean, it's staticky because it's on speaker. So you should put the headphones on and listen to what I'm talking about. It's not like static. It's like radio signal. So I don't know if we can turn the Wi-Fi off or... Unplug the refrigerator? Well, the refrigerator... It's right up there. I mean, yeah, that's for an hour. That, like, helped a lot. But, like, that's not... I don't really hear it that Um, much. But you have a trained ear. I wonder, can they see the phone number? Mm -hmm. Uh, I moved it. Oh. Yeah, Cause, cause I can see it. It's in the so, upper. So here's the thing, like, so this needs to be close. I know, but like, just just hang out for like a couple minutes, bro, because it's kind of a lot right now. I'm like doing everything, you know. <laughs> um, and like, this needs to be close to this, and like, I don't know if this can hear this this phone. And I wish there was a. They can hear everything perfectly. I wish there was a better way to. Um, can you guys to uh, do this? There is, you can do what? Found out, I found out like 20 minutes before we started. Which was, which was what? Rate. Hello, this is Patrick. I think we're doing pretty good, yeah. man. So for the, for the first attempt. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but, you know, it's... Um, is there a way to go direct in with yeah, their we, voice? We, we're ordering a dongle. And then how are they going to hear their voice? What do you mean? How are the, how is the live stream going to hear them? An output into the an iRig, iRig. Yeah. An iRig. iRig into that phone. Hello. Hello. Oh hey, how are you? This is Patrick and Billy and Wyatt. Hi Patrick, this is Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann. Yes, Carrie Ann. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Um, pretty good. This is our first time trying to take calls on our podcast, so it's a little bit clunky, and you're our third caller of all time. Awesome. We're going to start. Awesome. Do- I, was just, I was just watching you on TikTok, and I said, let me, let me try giving them a call, and it went through. I was amazed. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. TikTok's pretty amazing. Where are you from, Carrie yeah. Ann? Wisconsin. Oh, is it frozen out there? It's probably freezing. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. So, are you a sober person, or are you attempting sobriety, yes, I, or you know somebody who's? I am. I am a person in long-term recovery. I just celebrated four years. All right. And nice. I, I am. I don't know. If in the Cal- in you're in California, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, in Wisconsin, we have what is called certified peer support and recovery coaching. Do you guys have that in California? No, but that is amazing. 
because yeah. there's all these like really like weird like rules and regulations and laws around like therapy and sober living and what you can and can't do and it's like um I was talking to my therapist today about like counseling. Can you what what does it require to be a counselor? And so it sounds like they've figured out a way that you can like actually do help other alcoholics as sort of a profession or something. Correct. Wow, and it's called peer. Your your head's in the way now. Can you tell him? Hey, Caleb. Um, that's so cool. So, do you work? In uh, for like a sober living or his head's blocking the number. That's what I'm working with the committee, and we're trying to sober living homes in the area of Wisconsin that I live in. Sober living homes in the area of Wisconsin that I live in, and right now we're like in the beginning stages. We're working with um, another recovery resource center. They have other sober living houses throughout a certain area of Wisconsin. And so we're, we're trying to get the sober living house off the ground because part of um, my goal was to start a sober living house for women, for men, um, aftercare, like an aftercare program for housing because that is a a big thing in Wisconsin, especially the area that I live in, there's nothing like the county that I live in. We are a referring county, so we refer them to other counties around us. Mm. Have you so, ever tried to work uh, with Oxford House? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Have you ever tried to work with Oxford House, the, the company, the nonprofit? Oxford House, that is part of... I just went through the ECAR on recovery coach training and I heard something about Oxford Houses. Are you referring to like a rehab? No, it's like a a way in which to open houses for sobriety. Mm. They're really big on the East Coast. Um, I just wondered if you've ever looked into that. No, I've heard that before. Um, I haven't looked into that. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, the Oxford uh, group is how it's how um, they were instrumental in how AA started. It's like a more of like a Christian based type of deal. Oh, okay. But that's so cool. So you're a like certified peer. What'd you call it? It's called a certified peer support specialist. Cool. I have to take an exam. Um, to be certified through the state. I'm going through, I just finished a training class, got my certificate. Now I'm going through the recovery coach training part and um, I should be getting that certificate. The last class was canceled because there are a few people sick. So the requirements for certified peer support, you have to have two years of sobriety Mm. and recovery coaching doesn't there are no requirements for like sobriety just people that are in long-term recovery huh so but they're different like when i was going through this training they're different um kind of similar but um peer support is a little 
more intense because you have to take an exam at the end. So. Right on. Well, congrats. I'm glad you're doing that. And um, you're making the world a little bit of a better place and helping alcoholics. So that's really cool. Thank you. And I want to tell you, Patrick, that I enjoy all your content about um, Graceland. And I want to say thank you to you for helping support other people in recovery because it's much needed for people that are in recovery to have safe places for like that. For I'm sorry, excuse me, safe places for them to go to recover to get to sobriety. Thank you. you know, it's much it's much needed throughout the world. You know? Um so I wanna say thank you to you for everything that you do and you are appreciated. I really uh that really means a lot to me. Um I, I sometimes I need to hear it because TikTok can be like a pretty nasty place. And I get people saying like some negative stuff, so it's this is actually really great to get calls from like actual like people who appreciate what we're doing. Uh, we're gonna take another call, so thanks, thanks so much, and um, keep trudging the road. Thank you. You have a wonderful night. You too. Good night. Call from Jenny like, for the podcast. There's a hundred <laughs> people. Okay. Hey, this is Pat. Hello? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. (laughs) What's what's your name? My name is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Hey. I'm from West Virginia. Cool. Cool. Um, I have been in recovery for two years now. Um, I I love uh, opiates. Right on. Um, Me too. Yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> but um, I lost uh, my husband here in June. Call from Alexa. I don't know what to do. Wait, well, hold on. To press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Shoot. Sorry, Jennifer. We just yeah, technical difficulty. I this know, is our I, first I, time. Just, I'm so sorry, dude. I, 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 Hello. I, hey, hey. Oh, is this? Did you call back? Sorry. I, I'm, this is crazy. I don't know what to do. They keep calling, and it's boop, boop. I keep hearing the beep, beep on the call, and I don't know what to do. I know. We, we can hear it on the TikTok. So what do I... can hear all the beeping. I know. I'm so sorry. What button should I press to stop it, to ignore the call? Send to voicemail. ignore. Boom. I need help, bro. I just need a little bit of help. Please. I don't know how to help. Just stand right here and just trust me. I'll tell you what to do. So what what was your name again? (laughs) Sorry, Jennifer. My name's Alexa. Alexa. Oh, so we lost Jennifer. Um, We're still trying to figure out how to... So, like, I'm trying to think, how do we... So here comes another call. It's going to happen. Right. You have your number on the You know what they here's what they do. Here's what they do. So they screen calls and the other yeah. where I got the idea from. Uh, so there's someone screening them and they'll get one person and they'll be like, "Okay." And they'll okay. send it. See, that's what I need from you right now. I need you to be taking these calls. Sorry, Alexa. We're just trying to figure this out. Me, right? You should be getting them on the phone. But then how do we get them onto the podcast? <laughs> 
just run a line. I don't know. He's your friend. I got it from your friend. Powerful truth angel. I know. We're going to have him on. So it's uh, Alexa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, We haven't been asking people how old they are. How old are you? Uh, I'm 31. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Where are you? So definitely just want to give... I'm actually in Canada. I'm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I definitely want to give your girlfriend there, Veronica, a shout out. She's amazing. I follow (laughs) her as well. Yeah, she is. Uh, I wish I could be more like her. She's my wife, actually, but. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well, open relationship, I guess. I think that's pretty awesome, too, what you guys do. And you guys catch a lot of flack for it. I see on, on TikTok a lot. You guys get some nasty comments, but I think you guys are pretty awesome, so. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really um, appreciate it. So, what's up, Jeff? Have- yourself being a recovering alcoholic, um, I'm in the same boat, but now I'm starting to kind of, I was kind of really going downhill, and I'm kind of on stints of sobriety, but I always seem to screw up, and I was just wondering maybe if you have, like, any good things that maybe I should be focusing on, like, because, you know, you got to beat the boredom is the most, right? Well, that's actually... I get, I get, I get so bored. Yeah, okay, so... This is really interesting. I'm, I love that you're asking this what question. What was the question? Well, I guess what you're saying is like, how do you stay sober and beat the boredom? Service. Yeah. Yeah, but like I've been struggling with that too. And like, it's, I think that. It's the worst. Yeah, but like it's really not. Like it, it's all how we choose to look at it. So like being bored is basically like another word for saying like, Maybe like I have peace in my life. Mm, like we're not used to just like, having. Yeah, so it's always chaos for us, right? It's... And like I, when I don't have any kind of crazy things happening in my life, I'm like, oh, I'm bored. But then when I change my perspective on it, I'm like, oh, I get to relax and like not have to do anything. I feel like that's what we're working for is to have free time. I think the issue is that like we don't want to feel our feelings and we're trying to avoid something and that's why we're uncomfortable and i was talking to my therapist about this today for me it's shame and this self-talking critical mind telling me that i'm not good enough or whatever and i need to fight that with logic and be like yo you are good enough you know you are worthy of happiness and i mean can you like what does your head tell you when you're bored well I mean, like, at the moment, I don't have the best, like, living situation. Like, I I had to move um, back and take care of my mom because she had surgery and cancer and everything. And so, basically, I'm just, I take care of the house. I take care of her. And it's, like, the monotony of day-to-day. And, like, I, I'm not even working right now just because I can't work. Well, she, she needs somebody 24-7, right? Mm. So... When I do get a day, I, like, my mind instantly is, like, you need to relax. And to me, relax is have a drink or, you know what I mean? But then, like, I can't just have a drink. Like, I drink to excess, and then my life becomes chaotic in a matter of 12 hours. Are you, you know? are you in AA or a 12-step program? Do you have a, AA, a sober community? 
Uh, well, I just actually stepped into AA the first time like three weeks ago. And my experience was not positive just because there was um, a book that was being um, put around and people were putting like their names and numbers in it. And when you came in, because of COVID rules, you had to sign in and put your number. And some of these guys took my number off that page and were like messaging me some gross shit. Mm. So, yeah. That's not supposed to happen in AA. Turned me off of that. Well, I mean, you know, unfortunately, everything, there's always going to be good and bad in everything and accepting that. I mean, it's unfortunate that that like bad event has left a bad taste in your mouth as far as like AA, but, um, I don't know. I'd give it another chance to try to find like a different meeting or. Well, and that's the thing. Like Saskatoon is small. Oh, I've we meetings. Saskatoon. I've played shows in Saskatoon. Have you heard of Hypercrush? Yes, I love (laughs) Hypercrush. Oh, do you know that? Do you know that's my band? Is that your band? Oh my god, this is crazy. Yes, that's my band. What? Yeah, we've played in Saskatoon a bunch of times. You shut up. I'm Preston. Oh my god, you're kidding me. No, I'm serious. Preston Maroney, Patrick Ridge is my real name. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so cool. So Look at it. And he got it on the story too. This is the first time we Oh my we've... god. Yeah, this That's is amazing. Yeah, you know what's even crazier is I feel like there's so many people who follow me who don't really know. They don't make they haven't made that connection yet. We should post that. I mean that's never yeah, yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah, that's and like that is still like a bumper at parties. Like, like come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a banger. That was on mm-hmm. Instagram. For sure. Oh my god! Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you kind of lived uh, a high rolling lifestyle at one point, so I could see where you know the alcohol came from. Well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, uh, it's it's kind of interesting to know that I actually did all that sober. No way. Yeah, so I started Hypercrush in sobriety. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been sober this is 16. blowing my mind. I am going to do some major Googling apps. Yeah, it's pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, when, when you search, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure. Do I have a Wikipedia? It's um, kind of confusing. I would suggest that you try to get in some AA meetings as much as possible and, like, meet some girls, you know, and, like, the community that'll fill up that boredom and that, you know, when you want to get loaded, it's going to help if you can call somebody. I mean, that's how we do it. We, we all stick together, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's important. No, I appreciate it. That's so cool. I'm, 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 I'm going to post this little video to TikTok if you're cool with it. You need to. Yeah, it's, this was a really uh, exciting moment. I'm sure it'll be happening more. So, have you? You had? You, you, you've never like actually seen us live, have you? I've never seen live. No, I've I've only been to one live concert in my life. Because so. mm. we've played That's- in um, Saskatoon. A few times. Okay. Canada. Did you play at like the big stadium or? 
No, I don't think so. What What are like some of the smaller venues out there? Like, uh, well, they changed names quite a bit, but they used to be like the Odeon Event Center or the Coors Light Center. Yeah, no, we weren't I like don't... that big. We were like more so like 300 room capacity room like clubs. Okay, yeah, that would have been it then. What would have? Awesome, well, (laughs) thank you so much for talking to me. That's awesome. I'm so glad you called. Um, What was your name again? (laughs) Alexa. Alexa. Alexa, awesome. Um, Keep on trudging (laughs) the road. We're going to take another call, but um, thanks for following us. Thanks for supporting. Awesome, you guys have a great night. Take care. You too. Oh, some a little downtime. I need a little downtime. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool though that we can take uh so you recording in the app, bro. You gotta record you gotta um, I didn't think something was gonna pop off. <laughs> I know, that was so see what I'm saying, bro. I need you here. I just wanna get so in the beginning of these podcasts I wanna make sure everything's running smoothly and I wanna do our posts. Oh. Like story posts. Right? Like we're doing the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And then you could even do like a swipe up link to last week's episode, you know? All right. So how are you doing, Billy? How are you doing, Wyatt? We're going to take a break with the calls for a second. I'm okay. I'm okay. Let's just chill out for a second. Yeah. So let's read page 60 to 63. Can you grab the big book out of there? Um, Today I was uh, kind of in a bad way and last night was really 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 rough for me i couldn't sleep i was like up all night um yeah i could feel your energy like i was sitting outside making music yesterday and you came over real quick and i I heard your voice once and i was just i had a feeling you were on one really yeah really wait when when was this sometime like two o'clock yesterday here talking to the mic real quick yo 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 Hello. Can you hand me my glasses too? They're somewhere in there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, sorry, guys. We're gonna hold on the calls for a second. Um, Just throw them. Oh, yeah, that's it. Man. Thank you. So yeah, Wick, um, Caleb, this is like amazing. We need to dial this. I mean, this is insane. Right, yeah. How have we not ever done this? Are not calls, but like we've talked to people. Like, no, no, no. But like the calls are incredible. Yeah, really good. Because it's like it, it's positive. Yeah, it's like real. It's not like this, 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 this. Like, and it's capturing it. Yeah, it's mean? really cool. And we get to like answer questions and talk to people that. Well, I want to give them a voice. That was you know? fire, dude. Just what a coincidence, huh? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I didn't. I mean, dude, I didn't even. Like, I asked. Dude, they just keep calling, bro, and the number's not even up anymore. Yeah. Well, who knows how many waiting. people got it, right? What, Caleb? They're just waiting. Why Here, is this being Caleb. disrespected on the floor like this? So, Caleb, will you do me a favor? Did you, so will you make sure that you post to both accounts? Mm-hmm. TikTok, Learning to Lose, Patrick, and then will you throw that clip on my TikTok? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I don't need that. I know, but get it away from me. <laughs> just put it in that room. Because they, they just keep calling. Can you turn off the number? Uh, no. You can't turn off the number. If I delete the number, it's, it resets. I don't understand. So I'm going to be getting calls forever now? 
Can you silence it for no, now? After tonight, we can delete it and then we can start another one next week. Oh, okay. It'll be a different number every week. All right. Oh, so, wow. So, bi- so Randy called me and... Dude. What's that? Who's, where'd that come from? Opened it up. I know. It's just... I had my phone off. That was... I just really wish that Caleb could be more like attentive, you know? That I would what? Uh, it's like now it's ringing on the laptop. It's just like really like tough, you know? Because I'm like trying to do everything and I like really needed help. Um, I'm, I'm holding it. I'm declining all the calls right now. Oh, but good. Like, how do we turn this off? I don't want this your, to be ringing anymore. Your iCloud's connected to it. So let's just let him anymore. manually do that for a little while until we figure it out. It's going to take a minute. It's going. I mean, you're saying we can't turn the ringer off on the laptop? Uh, put it in. Do not disturb. Top. I'll I'll do it. Give me just a second. All right, Billy's going to read page. Well, well, no wait. Just finish what you were saying. So last night you couldn't sleep and you were in a bad way. Yeah, and um, I mean it was like really bad, you know. But what were you um, tripping on? Just everything or a particular thing? Um, m- m- me and Mikey were having some disagreements and he was upset about, you know, some a conversation we had over the weekend. And he's kind of, uh, I was talking to my therapist today. He's sort of like compared him to a volcano, like in the, in the sense that like he avoids any and all confrontation until it's like explodes Mikey. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Like we don't. And what I, what I need is for people to like, tell me in the moment what's going on when, what, when they're agitated or upset. So yeah, it kind of built up to like a thing yesterday. How bad is he like, fuck this or like, is I he- mean, he was like, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm not happy, you know, I'm in financial fear. I don't know if I'm the right guy for this job. But like I think he's confused and he doesn't really know exactly what's going on. And I feel like sometimes when we get upset about something, like we make it about everything else. Mm-hmm. So we had a good talk today and I mean, I was like really upset and I was ready to just be like, "All right, cool." Well, then, like, you know, bye. How long have you guys known each other? That's, like, some ego shit. And after talking to Randy, I feel like, I don't know. I just, hearing his voice made me feel better. And then he told me to read this every single morning. My sponsor, when my family thing blew up and I went nuts, um, Sasha, when I, I, I got him to be my sponsor, he had me read this and two other things out of the book every day. Mm. And when I read it, surprisingly it really didn't because i we've read all this before right Uh but this time in this situation i looked at it differently and it it did help Mm -hmm. yeah you want me to read it yeah let's let's read it Um. which is cool we just finalized step three so this is this is starting being convinced we were at step three which is that we decided to turn our will and our lives over to the care of god over to god as we understood him just what do we mean by that? 
Just what do we do? The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we are almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If his arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to make these arrangements, our actor may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest, and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish, and dishonest. But as with most humans, he is more likely to have varied traits. What usually happens? The show doesn't come off very well. He begins to think life doesn't treat him right. He decides to exert himself more. He becomes on the next occasion still more demanding or gracious. As the case may be, still the play does not suit him. Admitting he may be somewhat at fault, he is sure that other people are more to blame. He becomes angry, indignant, self-pitying. What is his basic trouble? Is he not really a self-seeker even when trying to be kind? Is he not a victim of the delusion that he can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world if he only manages well? Is it not evident to all the rest of the players that these are the things he wants? And do not his actions make even them wish to retaliate, snatching all they can out of the show? Is he not even in his best moments a producer of confusion rather than harmony? Our actor is self-centered, egocentric, as people like to call it nowadays. He is like the retired businessman who lulls in the Florida sunshine in the winter, complaining of the sad state of the nation, the minister who sighs over the sins of the 20th century, politicians and reformers who are sure all would be utopia if... The rest of the world would only behave. The outlaw safecracker who thinks society has wronged him. And the alcoholic who has lost all and is locked up. Whatever our protestations are not most of us concerned with ourselves, our resentments, our self-pity. Selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. Shall I keep going? Because there's a there's like good stuff, but as we read, we kind of forget what we just read, and we're on to the next thing. Yeah, here. I mean, this is just the part where they're talking about trying to run the show and trying to be the actor and the producer and the director and the lighting guy, and um, and how most of our problems of our own are are of our own making because we're selfish and self centered. So our troubles we think are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourself, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of the selfishness. We must or it kills us. 
God makes that possible, and there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without His aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convention, co- convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. And uh, it goes on. And You want me to keep going here? Um, no, I think we should talk about it. All right, well, that last paragraph, I mean, it's really the crux of all of it. And which is what? We alcoholics are extreme uh, self-willed. We don't think so. That's why we do all this work. That's why you have the groups, so we can see where we're wrong and where our thinking is off. And that we need a higher power. And without this higher power... I'm not really capable of seeing where I'm wrong and where I'm being selfish, where I'm seeing it everywhere. Like I'm doing a night step with Angela and I'm trying to see specifics of where I fucked up and I hurt her. Um, And there's very specific things. I'm not going to mention them on the podcast. Um, And it's not easy to see because it's justifiable, you know, a lot of it if I wanted to and... You know, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of it just comes down to, um, like, neglect. I neglected her. I made decisions, but it was all self-centered. Now that I look back, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to be self-centered. Yeah. Well, we're like caught up in our own mind, and we're like, I was just telling Caleb about this earlier about how we we forget to like. We we forget who the most important people are that should be benefiting from our recovery. Right. Like, the ones that are closest to us are the ones who should be benefiting the most. But oftentimes, like, we neglect those people because they're just, they're like there. And, and we think that we don't need to, you know, focus on them. Or we're comfortable with them, so we will take shit out on them, we'll be rude and self-centered to them, and not realize that we're damaging the relationships. Yeah. And they, like, try to tell us, like, my wife will try to tell me, and I'm just like, I I don't hear it until it's, like, too late. Mm-hmm. Or until it's, like, I don't know, it's difficult, so... But what were you saying? So how does that relate to Mikey? You think maybe you were a little too rough on him? Yeah. Or? I'm I'm looking at my part, which is like, yeah, like I can get overwhelmed and um and, and go into fear when I'm trying to, you know. I do that all the time. My paranoia is crazy, man. I just went over to the other house and I was tripping pretty bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just like the chaos there. Yeah. But yeah, we were talking upstairs, me and Billy, about how it's all self centered. You know? I think that I'm like special enough to have this horrible shit happen to me. Right. Just manifests different in my life. Um, 
Um, here, you guys. Check? Check. Check, check, check. Oh, okay. So that's you right here. And, like, I even saw, because we just did some reading out of step four, where, you know, it talks about how some of us, everything it talks about is a little bit of every one of us. Maybe it doesn't fully apply, but to some degree it does. And how I was really dominating over her. Right. I pretty much was ruling her. And didn't really know that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you don't see it until you have, usually everything falls apart and then you have to really look at it. And then by then it's like hindsight. Mm-hmm. So. I tend sh- to see it with other people before I see it myself. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's yes. easy to spot in someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see how you're domineering and your, you know, your personality and how Mikey like doesn't want to engage. Well, I mean, it, it, it's harder. It, 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 it's like a, when it's a different dynamic, it's a different dynamic here. Cause I'm like, I am like the captain. Right. So I have to like make sure everything gets done from like, you know, the floors to the rent to the structure. So I'm like, kind of like, trying to like manage all of it i'll do a little example and we can argue this or not but caleb just said i don't want i don't like being treated this way what did he say exactly like i don't like we're just barking orders at him right because he's working for you and we want this shit to go smoothly yeah but at the same time he has feelings and shit and even if he is or isn't what you think or you wish he would be he still has feelings, right? So, like, how do you navigate all that? It's hard, right? It's it's <clears> hard, <throat> dude. Because I'm like trying to ask him nicely, right. and then like I turn over and he's not there. So then what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like then you got to ask God help me. How can I do this better? I mean, or or maybe what? I don't know. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, <laughs> that's for it's, sure. It's it's not easy. I mean. So yeah, I'm just you know we're doing the best we can, and um, but we always got to try to do better. Yeah, that's that's kind of the hard part. Is um, just like we're always growing; it never stops. <clears throat> yeah, and it says somewhere in the literature, like we're not saints. But then we have these ideals. That's our ideal to be, well, for lack of a better term, like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like that person that higher power would want us to be. And we fall short, but we need to strive for that. Or else we're not happy. We don't live. Yeah, fuck, what a task. No wonder we did dope. <laughs> but like I don't know we, we, we had a good talk and um, I like try to look at like wh- I, I just tried to look at it from a from a place of like alright how can we just like make you happy hmm. and bring you in and have you be more a part of like what we're doing what, what were but, his it, complaints it, well the hard the hard hmm. part with him though is he doesn't He's not totally sure. He it's hard for him to ask f- 
for like what he wants. Does he know what he wants? Because he wants to just help everyone, right? Uh-huh. But at the same time, he's not happy with like his what his role has sort of become, which is like operations. So he needs to reflect and figure out exactly like what's bothering him. And it's a combination of a lot of different things. And I feel like maybe we could just have him on the podcast next Monday instead of like trying oh, to talk. that's an idea, yeah. yeah. Instead of like trying to get into what happened with him, all I want to do is say that I can do better, like valuing him, respecting him, um, you know, and all that stuff, uh, which is really, really hard because like when I woke up, I was like really angry. Like how dare him? Did you feel like betrayed a little? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. And I felt like, you know, this is, I'm, I, I try to be so nice and I'm not perfect and I'm kind of crazy, but like, I think I'm like way funner to work with than like most people in my position. Like you always have a voice, no matter who you are. And I'm never like shutting you down. I mean, I might interrupt you and be kind of manic sometimes, but like, I'm really like trying well, I think your strong point is, in my experience with you, is when shit goes down, instead of saying, okay, later, right? we we end up talking it out. And I thought of you. I thought of our relationship because like, we've been at that turning point too. And when I approach that with humility and like a desire to do whatever, whatever it takes to like mend the relationship... And I put that above like my ego, it turns out great. And like I was telling my dad, we're on our 120 something episode. And like we've been doing this podcast for like over a year or two consistently. Like we're not like, I'm not like giving up on it and I'm like not quitting it. And it's like, that's something right there. Absolutely. It is because there's no real financial gain. There's no gain from it really. No. Except we enjoy doing it. Or we used to anyway. You can't. The more you trudge through the hard times and the lulls and the more you that you're consistent over the longer periods of time, like the more rewards you get and also the more chances you take being transparent and open and honest and posting things that you think are scary, which I feel like maybe I've done too much of that because now I have people that like I totally have a misunderstanding of like who I am and what I'm doing. And it's really the cause of a lot of like pain in my life. It's really, but it's not really just hard. the podcast. That's all the posting. That's everything. Yeah. 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 But like, we don't really have a podcast unless I, unless I do that. Right. But one thing I think or, is... Or we don't have anyone listening to it. Important to recognize, we don't know what benefits might come from this. We don't know who at some point yeah. might listen to this and get help. Or I know some, we do have some like diehard listeners like TP Woodworking in the Netherlands. I mean, I don't really know if he's still listening though. Well, I, he, he, you know? I think he is because he's still on Instagram, likes things and... Huh. I think bringing in people with the phone calls and getting them involved is going to have, you're going to have more people and people are going to go back and listen to prior episodes because they're going to be feeling like they're, they're one, a part of it. 
You know, yeah. I found podcasts before where there's so many of like episodes and I went back and listened to him. You know? Yeah. I've been doing that with Rogan because he stopped. Did you know he got in trouble? Yeah. He finally so got in trouble. So when you turn your head to Sorry. talk to me, just just move your mic. Yeah. He finally got in trouble, which is surprising that <laughs> it didn't happen sooner. Bro, I mean, if you want, we can talk about this because I can totally relate to what's happening to him. And it's really unfortunate because like people don't agree with what he's talking about on the podcast relating to the COVID stuff. So now they're bringing race into it and they're basically saying like, he's a racist. So if we can't get him for the COVID thing, let's get him for the racism thing. Well, they'll just try to get him for anything. And they're going to try to cancel him when he's really obviously like a good guy. And I think a voice of a a really positive, inspiring. And that's just so stupid. He's not racist. He has everybody on the podcast. It's insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's a weird angle. You could try getting them on some other angle, but racist, I don't think. So what happens. happened exactly? Um, was wait, it Spotify or? Wait, hold on a second. Yeah, you yeah. guys can't see me on the live stream? Can you guys see me and can you hear me is the question. Yes or no? Can you see me? We can't see you. Wow. I can see you. Oh, I'm here. yes. We can hear you. Yes. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you. We're doing a podcast. We just took some calls and now we're talking. We read a little bit from the book and now we're just kind of talking. Yeah. But you know what would be really cool, Caleb? What? If there was a way that we could see everybody on the live stream. iPad. Or at least like two of us. Or just put it. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so I, what what would be great is if the if if the this was on me from over there with a wide lens and we had like a mic here like a yeti. Yeah. Next week it'll be Cool. It'll Thanks, be- bro. I've been sober 16 years. What's all that noise? Oh, dude, can you put headphones on and close the door? Sorry, bro. All right, see, I don't... Caleb knows I love him. I, I just I'm, I just want to have this beat get done right. And <laughs> But see, right now, I can see this. So you're backing down a little bit. Like your yeah. ego I, yeah. and, and self-centeredness, you're a little more aware of it in this moment. Yeah. So you're being more gracious, feeling more peaceful, but also being more gracious because you feel more peaceful. It's like this is the constant push and pull of being an alcoholic yeah i don't i feel like i've seen a change in you over the last month really yeah just being observant of you and the groups and stuff huh you seem to be more like meetings at peace really yeah he's interesting because doing step work with him like i'm just going to reveal some transparent shit right now and get in trouble for it later but so we were going over the fourth step, and it talks about where the instincts, the sex, and uh, what are the other ones? Uh, place in society, money, money mm-hmm. se- financial security. And security in, in your, pr- pr- like, protecting you physically, too. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and it, I was talking about, how, like, my sex stuff is dark. Yeah, it just is. About. That's what I go for, right? But in his case, it's all about loving. It's, mm. like, so different. And he's already seems to be trying to live this way. And it's just, a, it's kind of like the opposite of me in a lot of ways, which I found interesting. Mm. Like, sex really should be to bond 
and have like love to mm-hmm. share love, right? A, a positive spirit. Sorry, I just I can't stop thinking about the microphone. Like if you yeah, if you just leave it there okay. and then when you talk to him though, like so now talk to him. You can't you have to kind of stay in the mic. All right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just have to, I, I'm that's notorious they, for forgetting about the mic. I know, which yeah. is normal, but like that's why it's important to have you on that side and the guest over there, but I just wanted to switch it because mm. I wanted you to be able to hear them and them to be able to hear you and have you not be so far away. But just all you really have to do is can you hear your voice? Uh, check, check, check. Yeah. I mean, are you paying attention to that? Well, I have it only on my bad ear because it's too loud I mean, for do, me. Do you want me to turn it up or? No, it's okay. Because you, you can not hear. No, you down can, is good. Well, I mean, I can turn it down, but. I'll try to pay more attention. Yeah, just I'm as, always doing this. It's my problem. <coughs> At least so, you can hear me on there now. So that's good, right? Yeah. Uh, so you're. Yeah, the sex stuff. So, so you, when you say the sex stuff, do you mean like fantasies or like actual like sex inventory? I'm just talking about my reason for sex is for validation, control, and it's it I don't want to like I don't think I've ever had loving sex. I don't even know what that is. Like it's just not part of my mind, right? <laughs> like so, so, I'm the guy that wants to slap, spit, choke, pinch fart bite you know whatever i'm not the i'm not like oh let's make love in the sunshine you know right but i'd like to be because i think maybe that's the purpose of it um i use it as a fix i I think there's like a healthy balance somebody just wrote 80 percent of the podcast is pat to complaining about the sound yeah maybe really maybe 20 percent yeah it's, it's really weird like having real-time criticism yeah and questions and feedback like while we're talking it's kind of a trip yeah you know real time but yeah i mean i like both i mean i think that both i think that you can be like i think it 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 can be like sensual and like hot while also being like loving I agree too. Like, but you know, it's still, I have to be in love with the person. Like, it's weird. Yeah, no, it's not weird. It's it's I, I I've experienced this like on the road. Yeah, with like girls that like I didn't know who were like fans or whatever, and they, uh, you know, we will go back to the hotel or whatever, and it's just like I'm just like not, I can't. I'm like wait who is this person? I don't know. It's Mm. really frustrating though, because like I, I, in my fantasy, in my mind, there's this fantasy of like how it's going to be, but it's not ever that. And it's like, I'm just either, I'm just too weak or scared or whatever it is to carry it out. Or there's no, or there's just no connection. Yeah. That's what it is. There's no connection, like spiritual connection. But I mean, I don't really need a connection when I'm like masturbating. Yeah, but you know yourself pretty well, though. Even so Billy has told right. me, like, to thank God for your orgasm almost. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Thank God for your orgasm. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about, like, 
this kind of talk. I know. Yeah, well, it used to be okay. The, now we're all... No, 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 no. Not on the podcast. Oh. On the live stream. Oh. So you can't forget we're hey, live Hey, what's streaming. wrong with thanking God for an orgasm? You know? What's wrong with that? Well, no, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Right. But, like, the TikTok content, yeah, is yeah. trying to protect, like, young kids. Oh, you right, know? right, right. It's all on TikTok. That's right. Well. Okay, guys. Um... I love you. Um, what if somebody on there asks a question that we could address? That might be cool. Oh, do you guys have any questions that we can talk about? Or Somebody can ask a question live. Oh, right when they get into the good stuff. Yeah, if you want to hear the good stuff, go and listen to the podcast. It's on all podcast platforms it's the learning to lose podcast and um yeah because you know we can't really talk a lot about this stuff live but um tiktok is pg yeah yeah tiktok's pg but if you guys have any questions you can ask yeah is relapse inevitable I'm seven years sober. How do you do it as an introvert? It's hard. I'm struggling with my spirituality. What's some advice? Okay, this is all. These are all really good questions. Okay, so introverts have to learn to ask for help. Why it's an introvert? Yeah, for sure. So am I. So is Billy. So let's hear from them. How, how do you? What do you guys do? I have to force myself to shake hands and talk to people. I have to just make myself do I've like when I first used to share at the podium, I would have like panic attacks walking up there. You know back when meetings you had to go up to the front and talk? Mm-hmm. They still have some like that. It was so hard to like I'd robotically just walk up there and I was but after you do it 10,000 times, it's not such a big deal, but you did, I think you just have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and do it. Mm-hmm. Not easy. And then you'll start to make friends and it'll get easier or acquaintances or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And you talk about your real truth, what's really important to you, then it's not so hard, right? Just, it's a fear. Oh, shit, now the dogs are whining up there at the stairs. Are they? Um, yeah, people are asking. Yeah, you can come to Graceland, just, you know, email us. Oh, Destiny. Thank you. GracelandRanch.org. Yeah. Thank you so much, Destiny. Um, Open up about your feeling for... Open up why you feel that way. Go live on YouTube now. I really wish I could. I'm going to put the dog in the van. I'll be right back. Can you guys... You good? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called my podcast is called learning to lose the podcast is called learning to lose learning to lose podcast I'm grateful you're here too thanks the real girl 82 so Graceland's been a blessing for your daughter Uh, who's your daughter Oh. 
Oh, is that Zoe's mom? Probably. The real girl. Hi. <laughs> Wait. Oh, what's up? We got Zoe's mom up in here. That's so cool. Zoe's, um, oh my God, she's so incredible. Yeah, she really is. She's number four on the board. She's the, 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 she's the at the top of the list for girls in the house. It's really awesome. Um, we're all so proud of her. And she's the youngest person here. Yeah, it blows my mind that she's getting this th- that young. Yeah, it's really amazing. Her mom is like incredible and made a decision to send her here. And it was probably, I don't know, maybe not an easy one to make. But uh, I think that she's, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she's, grown more here than she has anywhere anywhere else and yeah we're all really proud of her um that's so cool what a really cool thing to have residents moms in the live stream one year in aa congrats um i don't know why you get so much hate yeah you know i think that i think that honestly like that's just what comes with once you get over a couple hundred thousand followers, like you're just going to have haters. But like the difference is, is I'm not like, like what we're doing is like, um, it's pretty serious. So people can like hate on it. Like if you're just a comedian, yeah, there's not a whole lot that you can like, well, I guess they'll find ways to do that too. But it's just easier. It's more accessible and it takes less effort. It's like if you're a comedian, you're on stage, you know? I mean, but I'm saying on social media, like I have, this is something that I've been like kind of thinking about like lately. Like, why is it that we get so much? Because, because, because I've talked about like controversial stuff that people don't talk about Yeah. on social media. That's yeah. why I don't like, filter what i think and people most people do because they just want to be liked well that's what drew me to you was that you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i was talking to my mom about it because she watched the whole thing the last one we did oh really yeah and um yeah that's that's what drew me to you you know so yeah so this is one of the things um when you're when, when you're there's this saying that's that's like when you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. And I would rather affect less people in a more profound way than like just be like accepted by everyone. Yeah, I felt that way with my artwork. You know, paintings and stuff. You know, it's it's more full. Yeah. Know? I mean, and it's rare that an artist like has an opportunity to do some like that's why like Kurt Cobain is so rad because he wasn't trying to appeal to everyone but it did yeah but it was meant for like to impact less people in a more profound way but every once in a while that turns into like 
something crazy. Something big, but I don't think your goal ever should be to like reach the masses. It should be to make whatever it is that's authentic to you, which is like what I'm trying to do. What is that noise? There's watching TV yeah. upstairs. Huh. Zoe, when we were talking about what that was for her pull-up or her feedback was tonight, she was like, the TV's too loud. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for her. What time is it? No, it's still pretty early. Oh, it's 8.30. So what? what's up with Joe Rogan? Is he not being able to put out podcasts now? No, no, he is. They just took down like a bunch of his podcasts. Spotify did? Yeah, I guess Spotify took down 70 of them. Whoa. And I think that that happened not because of the misinformation stuff, but I think they did that because they didn't want like they they took down anything that where he was talking about something that they thought could be used against him, which is just like crazy because they made that compilation of him saying the N word. Oh, I didn't see it. So I think that's the reason they took down. Well, I mean, that's what they're coming after him for. What, the N-word? Saying the N-word, which which the reason, according to him, the reason he was saying it was because he was, like, quoting what someone else said, which is weird. It's such a weird word because, like, if you're, like, singing along to one of your favorite songs, <laughs> can you say it? If you're white, um, some think, people think you can't. But what if you're trying to quote what someone else said? Um, yeah, I mean, he was had Dave, Dave Chappelle on. I mean, I'm sure he could probably talk about it. Well, yeah, and and Walter Goggins yeah. talked about it and supported him. And um, that's a shame. I really like his podcast. Now we can't even get him unless you downloaded him. What do you mean? The 70 that they took down. Well, yeah, who cares? I mean, they, I just started Well, listening. I care because now is he going to start censoring how he talks? Right. Well, I don't think so. I honestly don't. I think he might be, like, a little bit more aware, but like, which kind of sucks. But, like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he, I, he doesn't seem like the type to. Right. Yeah. He'll probably just start his own, you know, streaming service or something or put it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, he's contracted with. Spotify, so yeah. it gets it gets kind of it's subtle how things change, but I guess being more aware is okay, right? That's we're more aware now of what we say and stuff. Just something that happens. Mm-hmm. All right, let's cut it early. Yeah, I, I mean, it's we've been talking for over an hour. That's okay. long enough for okay. a podcast. You know, we don't need to always go so long. Okay. Um. All right, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.